Hi, welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Pictures Out There podcast series with Lee Stewart and Dave Fogelman. Today is the final segment in our five-part mini-series, Getting Our Lives into a Great Balance. This episode is called The Orchestra of Humanity. Humanity is an orchestra with each of us playing our own instrument in concert or not with the rest of the globe. Let's explore. And now here's Dave and Lee. Well, thank you for that kind introduction, Candy. This is Lee. And this is Dave. And welcome to the fifth and final part of the five-part podcast miniseries we call Getting Our Lives Into a Great Balance. It's a mouthful. Five-part <laughs> podcast miniseries. <laughs> We're here. And we've enjoyed the ride here on these first four and looking forward to today. It's going to be fun. Lee and I love music. I think we've been very overt about that. And so today we're going to talk about a musical image as we close out this discussion of having a great balance. And we're going to talk about how this musical image connects to pictures. Mm -hmm. So our topic today is the orchestra of humanity. Hmm. Okay, we're going to think of humanity, all of it, as an orchestra, because it is. Because it is. Because it is. So, let's kind of talk about how the orchestra of humanity works. So, first of all, each of us play an instrument of our choosing in the course of our lives. Now, let's think of all of the different kinds of instruments that are in an orchestra. Mm -hmm. We've got strings. We have brass instruments. Woodwinds. Mm -hmm. Percussion. Keyboards. Yes. Yeah. Even guitars now sometimes. Absolutely. Harps. Harps. Yep. And kind of think of each of those sections and think about all the variety of sounds, even within each one of those sections. Yes. In orchestra, you have this just incredible diversity of sound that can be made. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There may be 35 violinists. Right. But those 35 violinists are playing different things. Different things. and, And so... So each of us, in the course of our life, we would say we, we select an instrument to go play. And we'll, we'll describe that as kind of the what of our lives. Mm-hmm. So if you want to think about, for instance, a vocation that we select, a school we go to, hobbies we have, things we do. Those are what's. Kind of the what's of our life. Those are decisions that we make in an ongoing way, but then there's some really big decisions that we make that usually have decades of implications mm-hmm. where where we decide on what we'll call the instrument yes. that we're going to go play. Now we think about how we choose to play the instrument that oh. we've chosen, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I've chosen to be an educator, mm-hmm. and maybe I want to do that as a brilliant soloist, mm-hmm. right? I'd prefer not to work with colleagues or whatever it may be. When it's time to teach, it's me, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there are certainly other wonderful methodologies to be an educator, to teach with peers and colleagues, to involve the students in the teaching and the learning as much as we can. So if you're inviting others to play or whether you're doing it as a soloist, let's talk about how that is the how. That's the how we're choosing the what. And if you were to decide, for instance, to be a lawyer or to be in the medical profession, there's all sorts of different ways. Yes that you could be in that profession and express yourself. And Mm -hmm. some of them may be very public-facing. Some of them may be behind the scenes. 
Some of them may be litigation where you're going and, and, yeah, and being a bulldog in the courtroom, taking it on. And some of those much be maybe more uh, more quiet pursuits. Think of that as how you play that instrument. Mm-hmm. You're playing it soft or you're playing it loud. You're playing it fast or slow. slow. So we think that imagery works as well for kind of the how of it. Yes. So then uh, thirdly, what we decide what symphony we will try to play. Hmm. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. the, what we might call the what we do with the what, you know, yeah. we have, we have the instrument, we've kind of figured out how we want to play it. Now we go do something right with that. Right. Right. And so we're calling that really the symphony mm-hmm. that we're playing is our part of that orchestra. We then having decided on our instrument and how we're going to play it and the symphony that we want to try to play, we then to some degree will play that instrument in concert. Ah. It's an orchestra yes. right? in concert with other people who are also playing their own Own instruments in their own ways. In their own ways. And they're deciding how they will play and what they will play just like we are. Yes. Right? And so this this part here where we're figuring out the symphony and are figuring out to what degree and how we may want to play in concert is about how we interact with the other people in the orchestra, other Mm. people in the world. Yes. It's our relationships. Yeah. It's the degrees we've talked about before that we create community, mm-hmm. community of caring. You might think of in an orchestra, a brass section, a woodwind section. You know, that is a, that's a section. They will lots of times maybe rehearse by themselves to yes. kind of figure out what they're going to do. But then they become part of, of the you. whole orchestra yes. and figure out how to do that. So, so let's take a second here, Lee, and just talk about what makes great orchestras. Well, so when I've had the privilege of attending a live orchestral event, I'm always overcome by just the collective sound, right? Right. There might be 60, 70, 80 musicians on the stage if it's a large orchestra. And you're going, how could these folks so precisely with such passion come together to make such a beautiful sound? And the sound, of course, is much bigger and more beautiful than any one of them could make individually. I always love when I'm watching a great orchestra that there's this combination of each person trying to be very precise on the playing that they're doing, but this constant awareness of their playing in the context of everybody else. Yes. Yeah, attention to what I'm playing, but always within the context of the collective. And there's always also this respect this mm-hmm. mutual respect that you can just feel the aura of the respect that they have for one another. Yes. And the applause that they give to one another. Yes. The appreciation they have for one another because they know that what they're doing is being made more beautiful by everybody's contribution. Absolutely. Yeah. Either. And there, there may be times in the musical composition where a violinist might have a brief solo. And of course, they do that with great passion and precision, but everybody else (laughs) is supporting them, right? right? Yeah. Now let's talk about what makes a great symphony. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've talked about the orchestra now, what are they playing? And we describe the symphony as the, what we are doing with our instrument and how we're going to play it. Yes. And so, you know, we not only, when we see a, a great orchestra event, we witness a great orchestra. We're usually listening to a piece of music that is inspiring and wonderful and that this orchestra plays beautifully. Mm-hmm. And so what, what lots of times makes a, a great uh, symphony? I, I would say that typically there's opportunities for individual people mm-hmm. to shine mm-hmm. in the course of that symphony. 
there's usually sections of the symphony where the whole orchestra is playing. Everybody's playing together. Yes. And it's magnificent. Yes. And that may be kind of the climax of the, of the event where that's particularly happening. Mm -hmm. But just this notion of all these different instruments making different sounds. And as you said earlier, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It makes a great, so there's the opportunity both for, as we've talked about it for the unique contribution of each unique individual while at the same time there is this everybody's the same everybody's in this thing together creating this wonderful thing yeah so as you probably have i've had numerous opportunities to go see a soloist a pianist a violinist or someone and where i just have magnificent regard for their capabilities and i enjoy thoroughly what they're what they're playing I never enjoy it as much as I do when they're within an orchestra. Agree completely on everything you just said. Okay, so in this orchestra of humanity, hopefully we've pitched that well and you can kind of get that visual and just hold on to that whole visual and, and the feel of that and the sound of that that we've described as we're going through things today. In this orchestra of humanity, these things become very important. We've talked about some of these. The instrument we choose, that we each choose, the what of our lives, is a very important choice that mm -hmm. we each make. Yes. And it's an ongoing choice, but there's some big choices within that. And yeah, absolutely. Here's an easy one to, uh, to consider. Hey, we graduate from high school, and many folks go on to higher education, and at that point in time, they're choosing, well, what do I want to study? Right. Which is probably going to lead to, what is it that I'm going to do? A vocation. Professionally, or, yeah. a vocation, mm -hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we talked about how well we play that instrument. Now, how do we get better at playing our own instrument? Yeah. So growing, curiosity, learning. Oh, curiosity. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really proficient on this instrument. How could I become even better at what I do? We would argue through curiosity and a commitment to lifelong learning. Right. And that lots of times you will see people making a decision about, yeah, I've gotten good enough on this instrument. I've gotten good enough at my vocation, or I don't want to develop further. And you know, all of those are choices that we would say, absolutely, are each person's choice to make. Sure. It's your life. You sure. own your own life. Yeah. We would say that there is certainly a beautiful opportunity for us to always continue learning, growing, having curiosity, playing our instrument better and better, Yes. learning another instrument. You know, lots of times people uh, get proficient at one and they want to keep learning and growing. Yeah. So they go learn another instrument to play. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. So including everyone else's instruments in the orchestra, let's think about how that represents diversity, how that represents inclusiveness, how it represents community. Imagine an orchestra that goes, you know... We've, we've really thought about this, and we've just decided that we think our orchestra would be better without any brass. Yeah, we'd just like to excuse the brass section. Yeah. Damn trumpet players yeah, and trombonists. They, we don't play their instruments. They're different from us. Mm -hmm. We don't uh, really respect their instruments that mm -hmm. they've picked, and we just don't want them around. Mm -hmm. If you showed up for a concert <laughs> of an orchestra <laughs> and there wasn't any brass there, you'd be going... What? what? Can I have my money back, please? <laughs> yes. If there weren't woodwinds? Yeah. If there weren't strings? Yes, if there wasn't percussion, any of those. So it becomes preposterous to just say, we don't want you, or you don't matter, or, you know, bye. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a, certainly a, a great uh, image for the importance of diversity and inclusion. 
let's talk about playing in concert with the other players. Uh, it becomes very important to, obviously, as we've said, become proficient, we will say, at the instrument of your choosing, and again, whatever that might be with the what of your life, but then playing in concert. And what does that mean? Is it listening, collaborating, mm-hmm. helping others, having a broad, open community that invites people? Mm-hmm. It becomes very important. Perhaps playing my instrument a little bit softer so that you can shine for a few bars. Yeah, imagine an orchestra rehearsing. You know, there's going to be, I'm sure, certain times where the conductor mm-hmm. may go, do this to individual people, change this, yes. play this a little bit differently. But yes. the, the the conductor is looking for the blend, yes. the mix. We want this section to come in differently at a different time. It's looking at the whole, mm-hmm. at the whole effort. Yeah. So having some times with beautiful solos, what would that represent? Well, it's an opportunity for us to represent our uniqueness, right? Hey, what I do and how I do it is unique and completely different from someone else's what and how. And there's almost always times where there are solos in a symphony or in an orchestral performance. And that is a beautiful thing. It's a chance for individual people to shine, mm-hmm. to take turns doing that. And the rest of the orchestra appreciates it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. because it's, it's a wonderful thing. So then having a time where we all play a beautiful symphony in concert. And so it's, it's those parts of a symphony, as Lee described it for him and me, that's our favorite part where everybody's playing together. And we might say that's a great image for a team, a community, an organization, working and achieving together in harmony, the individual gifts of that group being brought together, everybody having a chance to shine, but it's in harmony toward a common thing. Yes. And what if the whole world, oh, oh, what if the whole world was operating in harmony? Was doing that. That that kind of sounds like a picture, doesn't it? It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the whole world might kind of be like an orchestra that uh-huh. was really uh-huh. doing beautiful stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Gee, hmm. that's interesting. <laughs> okay. So we're going to just say let's stop here for a little bit and do some reflection. So by way of reflection, let's ask ourselves, what is our instrument in the orchestra of humanity. You might note that for yourself. Are we trying to play our instrument as well as we possibly can? Are we committed to the curiosity and ongoing learning associated with that? Or as we talked about previously, hey, I've really mastered this instrument and I'm interested in going and learning the next one. Good, Hmm. good. Are we aware of all of the instruments in the orchestra of humanity? Let's repeat that. Are we even aware Mm. of all of the other instruments in the Orchestra of Humanity? If you sit in the audience of an orchestral performance, you might not be aware that there is a triangle player in the percussion session Mm. until that person strikes it at a very important point in a piece. Yeah. So whether we're aware or not, they're all playing something, and it affects us more than we realize. So, Lee, I think you're saying... As we're describing the world, everybody in the world is playing Playing. an instrument. Yeah. Everybody in the world is in this orchestra, Orchestra. whether we choose to be aware of that or not. Yes. Whether we're we're hearing them or not. Yeah. Yeah. Are we paying attention to all of them? So what symphony are we playing? Hmm. Whatever we're doing with our instrument. Hmm. Is it the same symphony as what other people are playing? Ah. 
So the notes can and probably should be different, but they should work together, right? (laughs) Otherwise, we just have some discordant mess of noise. That amazing magic that happens in a great symphony with a great orchestra where you have these different notes that are the unique notes that each person's playing, and somehow, though, they're in harmony or in sync, and they merge and come together for this beautiful sound. Yes. And you realize all this music has been played toward this magic of all of this coming together. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's when life works. So if someone does not have an instrument, Ah. how do we do our part to help them get one? What do you think that looks like? Or do we care? Do we? First of all, it begins with caring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is this person having an opportunity to play their instrument in the orchestra of humanity? Lee and I walk into a symphony hall, sit down, you know, give our tickets and sit down in our seats. And we look up at the orchestra. They're getting ready to play. There's 80 to 100 people on stage. We notice there's about 12 of them that don't have an instrument. Yeah, right. They're, and, they're dressed in their tuxedos, perhaps. And they're sitting there. And we go, what, what's that about? What's their role? And wouldn't, wouldn't uh, do they know how to play? Well, of course they know how to play. They're human. Yes. They, they know how to play an instrument. There's something they can play. Yes. They've not been allowed the opportunity to have an instrument. Wouldn't we all go, well, somebody get them an instrument. Please. Empower them. I the, want to hear from them. The, yeah, the overall result of the symphony is going to be better with them being there. You know, so now what if someone has an inferior instrument? Do, yeah, maybe it's a woodwind and uh, it's cracked. Woo. Yeah. So you're the, sitting there going, boy, something's a little discordant. <laughs> the here. G key sticks, uh, whatever. Know, yeah. They seem to be playing as well as they can play, yeah. but their instrument's no good. Exactly. So what do we do? Do we help them get a better instrument? Oh. Or their instruments directly affect how the orchestra sounds and therefore... It affects how we sound. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Gee, that sounds like education. It does. Training. Yeah. Learning. If people are impoverished, giving them the means yeah. to go ahead and, and create the instrument of their choosing and go play. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So, with the image of an orchestra of humanity in mind, a few questions. So, we're going to kind of take this back a little bit here and say, do we usually put the interest of others or society's interest above our own perceived self-interest the way an orchestra does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or at least do we similarly value everybody in the orchestra of humanity the way an orchestra does? Yes. Is our selfish self-interest actually in our own interest? Mm. Now ponder that. <laughs> I, I am going to go ahead and just play my own thing. Yeah. It's what I want right. to do. I realize the rest of the orchestra is playing Beethoven. I like Bach. Yeah. So I'm going to play that. And I'm going to play that and whatever. Right. Is that is that in the person's interest who is playing Bach? What is there some is there some short-term thing that they think they're getting out of that? Mm-hmm. By you know, the righteous, mm-hmm. I'm going to go my own way and to heck with the rest of you. Where does that take them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
where does that take them? Right. <laughs> what are they left with there? Yeah. You know, is that gratifying? Yeah. 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 If we don't put society's interest first today, can we learn how to do that? That's what kind of what we're talking about here. If that's something where we're maybe not in the habit of doing that, is there a way where we can change that? And we would say, of course there is. It's a different decision tomorrow. Yes. So is letting our lives be dictated by our self-interest, is it leading us down a path of regrets that we might experience at the end of our lives? What if we're not fully expressing our love? Mm. When we don't optimize our own playing in the orchestra of humanity, mm -hmm. perhaps we did not optimize the orchestra itself. Mm. And we did not optimize the combined symphony we were all playing together. Mm. So in this instance, if you're going to go play your own instrument or do your own thing, we think that's a kind of common to just in life and the what of our lives, just purely pursuing our self-interest. Yes, absolutely. And that may be just pursuing personal power. power. It may be trying to just get obscenely wealthy. And we would just say, again, are those ideals? Can they ever be ideals? We would say no. And we would say, look at the... Look at the orchestra mm -hmm. model. When would that ever be something yeah, Right. in that model that you would say that's an ideal? Right. It's, it just isn't. It doesn't. It no. can't be. No, it doesn't fit. Yeah. 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 So it really is hard for a lot of us to give up the lust or hunger for power or the lust or greed for money. Lee, we're bringing these two things up because they are so often the source of things happening with our orchestra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So among those things... Not ensuring that everyone has an instrument. We touched on that just a few moments ago. Right. I would desperately like to play in the orchestra and have my passion expressed and to be heard. But because of circumstances, I don't have an instrument. Right. Right. Uh, or, again, making people play instruments they don't, don't want to play. play. That's interesting. Oh, gosh. I know you're a woodwind <laughs> player, but today you're going to be on percussion. There's so much of that where we want people to be able to express themselves to be themselves. But... In concert. Right. 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 Maybe not supporting everyone learning to play their chosen mm. instrument very mm. well. What would that look like? Maybe not enough education. Yeah. Not enough opportunity. Here's the two of you. You each get an instrument. Okay. One of you, we're going to supply lessons to. The others of you, here's the instrument. Good yeah. luck to you. Figure it out. Figure it out. Oh, that's not a level playing field. Right. That doesn't make any sense. And then you can't, after that, expect to have equal performance. No. You know, or blame the person that can't play as well because mm -hmm. they weren't given the same opportunity as the other person. Yes. Or not letting everybody participate in choosing the symphony we're all going to play together. Oh, I want to play Bach. I want to play Beethoven. Hmm. We're going to have to figure out. We're yeah. Gonna, we have to make some kind of choice about how we're going to move forward. Or maybe we take turns. Maybe there's a program that features several different composers. Ah. Wow, what a thought here. Hmm. Gosh, maybe we could work things out to where kind of all of us could have some of our dis parts of our decision be part of the overall decision for the symphony. Interesting. So in order to overcome this hunger we have for power or perhaps the greed for wealth, we first have to want to overcome those addictions, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. And if we don't want to overcome those addictions, then guess what? We won't. It just isn't going to happen. If we don't want to, we're not going to do it. No. Yeah. Yeah. And we aren't playing in concert with the Orchestra of Humanity when we choose to hold on to those addictions. So let's talk through this again. We're in an orchestra. 
whether we choose to recognize that fact or not. We are all just on one rock. Mm -hmm. There's not multiple rocks here. Not that we're aware of. No, Earth, it, or that people are on. Right. Earth is one rock, so we're one orchestra. We do each have a pretty basic choice. Is it a life objective to be disconnected and apart from most other people in the orchestra, or is it a life objective to be connected to and with all other people in the orchestra? Yes. Do we want to be great collaborative players in this orchestra or not? Maybe we choose to be soloists. Mm. Do we want to play a beautiful collaborative symphony in this orchestra or not? That goes back to, well, what composition are we going to play together? Right. Do we each want to really join life and be one with life, join humanity, be one with all humanity, join the orchestra, the whole orchestra, orchestra. or not? Everyone on the globe is in the orchestra of humanity, whether we choose to recognize that or not. And as you said very well before, we're all just on one rock. Yeah. So this is the part in every podcast where we speak to the future. Hello, future. Hey, future, hey, future, hey. Future, future, future. And uh, we expect that at some point in the future, you have figured out to make the entirety of humanity a beautiful orchestra. Yeah. And everyone's playing beautifully and together and committed to the same collective sound, yeah. right? So how do you think they got there? Yeah, one thing, Lee, we talked about uh, last season, a picture for music mm -hmm. and languages and yes. art as a connection point for all of humanity on the rock. And I think one of the things that... Uh, the uh, future generations have done, and AI composes music. Aliens, I'm sure, have some kind of music form. Yes. Whoever's listening to this out in the future, whatever form you are, music is universal. Yes. And so the power that we thought this model brought and why we want to talk about it today is music is such a connection point, and we do all understand the power of music. And we think that you in the future use that. Yeah. You use it and, and you use it to unite people, but you also use the imagery of people playing together, composing together yes. to bring people together. Yeah, absolutely. So why didn't we get this solved here in our time in the year 2022? Why was it so difficult for us to get to where we believe the future has gotten? Well, I don't like your music. Yeah, I that sounds like, like a bunch of loud noise yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. I like my music. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and well, they're all beautiful. They're all contributions. And uh, I don't like that instrument. Uh, I, I like this instrument. I don't, you yeah. know, and just, just silliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> silliness has, based in self. That has huge implications. Yeah. And uh, again, if we allow ourselves to appreciate other people's music, other people's contributions, what they can bring. There's that mutual respect that happens in an orchestra. Or if we don't understand the value of the instrument somebody else is playing, uh, but we say, I, I don't understand it, but that's not their problem. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it yet. Let me go expose myself to it more yes and try to learn learn yes instead of kind of going well if i don't immediately appreciate it then it's no good but clearly there's no value yeah, there yeah. yeah and we think you in the future just don't do that yeah very okay. good so as we conclude this five podcast mini series as we've called it 
If someone were to ask Lee and me to describe what the Pictures Out There book is and what these podcasts are, we would say a lot of things, Mm -hmm. okay? But one answer that we would give is to say the book and the podcasts are a symphony that Lee and I have written and performed for the Orchestra of Humanity to play. They're our attempt at writing a symphony that humanity could go play. We believe it's a beautiful symphony. Mm Mm-hmm. We like it. We like it. (laughs) We think that within the symphony, it's not that it's easy to learn. No, it's challenging. Or easy to practice and make habit. But we think with practice, we believe that the Orchestra of Humanity could play our symphony. And play it beautifully. And play it beautifully. And play as they've never played before. Yes. And so uh, also, if we were asked, well, okay, you've talked about the orchestra, but we haven't really talked about the conductor. Yeah, who's the conductor in this who Orchestra of Humanity? Who's the conductor for this Orchestra of Humanity? We would say, that's easy. The conductor is love. love. Yeah, love is the conductor for all of our instruments, mm-hmm. for how we play them, for the symphonies we write. Yes. Love is the conductor. And what a great and wonderful balance that would be for all of us and for our lives. Go make beautiful music, play your instrument well, fit in. So as we conclude this five-part series, we can each ask ourselves, how is our balance today? Our balance between our accomplishments and our results versus our life experiences. What is the balance between our pride and self-confidence versus our humility? What's the balance between our curiosity and our certainty, our selfish and unselfish ambitions? What's our balance between our physical life experiences and our spiritual life experiences? The balance between management and control of our common inclination to biases, and we talked about a dozen biases Mm -hmm. that we all possess. Mm -hmm. What's the individual plane of our instrument look like? Mm. Our support for all of the others in this orchestra of humanity. And how can we make our balance in life just a little bit better tomorrow? Mm. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you here next time. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. As always, feel free to explore more about Pictures Out There at picturesoutthere.com and major social media sites. We hope you have the day of your dreams, the day of your pictures.